There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. We're going to talk to Kevin Ray, the Suns announcer, in about 30 minutes. Two reasons. we got to start talking about those Suns. That team is uh, like a game out of being the number one record in the NBA, and nobody's saying a thing about it. And... We'll talk to Kevin about that in a little bit. There's a little excitement brewing. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but uh, around town, there are people wearing new Suns jerseys. Not Steve Nash, not Kevin Johnson, not Barkley. And I'm seeing Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton. I saw, uh, I think I saw uh, Cam Payne, which is my favorite son now because of his name. Cameron Payne, but his name is Cam Payne. But yeah, they're playing. I've been watching them. I watched last night. And then, of course, I have to talk to Kevin about him and John Cleese, which was phenomenal. Uh, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Kevin will join us in a little while uh, and get a little excited about some some Suns stuff. This is kind of a neat Suns thing. Suns Diva? Look, uh, I'm, a, I'm a Suns fan first. Robert Sarver, I've made no bones about it, has destroyed this team completely in his ownership. Uh, to his credit this year, well, I'll give credit where credit's due, he's been hands-off, and he's let uh, James Jones and all the other guys kind of settle into their roles. But they've got a coach, uh, Monty, and uh, – He's going to be coach of the year if, if he's not careful because this dude has turned this incredibly poor franchise over the last decade into a defensive well, wonder. And CP3 is getting a lot of talk for MVP. And Chris Paul, mm-hmm. who everybody said, that's an, I, I was the first to say it's a nice addition. They're a six-seed tops. You know, got another old guy. Yeah, yeah, you got another name to sell jerseys. But he's he was a little different than when they've done it in the past. He's still got some game. But it'll take him from – a lower level team to a six seed. They're possibly, they're you know, they've had no losing streaks all year. They've got fourteen losses. There's only twenty games left in the season, and they're playing. So we'll talk a little basketball with him. But the the thing I really want to talk to him about is the Cleese thing. I also want to talk about this. I'm 48 years old. Never in my life, Brady, in my lifetime, and I've lived in seven states. I've moved several times. And maybe you guys have had this experience, Brett. I'm thinking maybe you have it. If I'm putting money on it, you're the one that's going to be the guy that goes, well, I had a – 48 years. How many neighborhoods, how many people I've met? Never once have I met anybody with their own steel forge in the backyard. Never, ever in my life. Not once has there been a rumor that in the neighborhood there's a guy who's got this smelter in his backyard and he's making stuff. No, I'm, no, I'm Brady. out on that one. And Brady, you know all your neighbors. You would know if there was a I stuff. would. N- not my neighborhood, but my metal shop teacher, Bill Prest- Preston, he had one in his backyard. <laughs> but I don't know where he lived <laughs> in <course>. Arlington. <laughs> but he could. But he was also a, you know. He could forge steel. Yeah, and he okay. would compete against other. Right. So that goes to my physical therapy yesterday. And we get into these weird conversations. The TV's on, and I hear, I think it was Chris who said it. Oh, man, forged in fire. And I'm like, what's this? And he goes, it's like uh, 
It's like chopped only with swords. And I'm like, what? You haven't seen that uh, yet? I didn't know it existed. And here's what I was amazed at. It's good for one It's been on for six years. Yeah. Right. They send everybody home to their own steel forge. Is that what it's called? Yeah, and they bat an assignment. Yeah. Uh, You haven't run out of people in six years of episodes that have forges in their yards? And they made this giant, like, wheat hook. And he goes, this show's awesome. And then they Three took, different metals. So they make them, yeah, they make them make a, a weapon. They tell them, here's an old-fashioned weapon you need to make. And they make it right there in the thing. And then, uh, and then they stab paint cans with it, which is hilarious. Like, it went right through it and made a couple of nicks. You're out. And then the two final guys standing go back to their steel forge and make the final assignment. And I'm like, you've got to be out of people after six years. How many people have a, a sword-building thing in their a backyard shop. it's not even a shop they There's followed them home it's all in their backyards and they've got all the equipment there are a lot of people you say oh yeah no i disagree they all no, look at the renaissance festival <laughs> right. and during the season they're like snake yeah. people to you but they, you don't see them but they're but John, everywhere they're not everywhere you notice they're everywhere thousand of them no there it is <laughs> this is what the show is but essentially like essentially what it is is a uh, laundry list of people I never want to hang out with. It's just like an and announcement. That's, and people. that's why. Yeah. You Look see at where that they're guy. located? <laughs> right. In the dead panhandle of Florida. <laughs> that is true. You know, I've done my research. And back in the day, the armor was getting tougher, you know, thicker leather, introduction chain mail and whatnot. So they needed something that was going Look to cut. Look what he's got in his backyard. Strength that's back. dangerous. I would report that. Yeah. That's <laughs> a kill. So my, is that a hair dryer? My, yeah. <laughs> you got to have something to, to stoke the fire, but I would, I would <laughs> report that immediately. If my neighbors, if, if Michael and Troy are like, hi, Kung, kung, kung. I'm just, what are you guys doing? Just building medieval swords in our there forge. You go. Look at him. A lot of time, and this is a lot more work than I thought it was going to be. Hammering out and setting forge welds on such monster billets. I didn't I'm know this was a He's thing. He's got a hydraulic press. You know how yeah. difficult that was. Look at his I mean, if I would use the devil shop. His whole garage is dedicated to building old-fashioned swords. There's a market for it. No, there's not. It's this big. What I'm saying, yeah, if you have there a thousand is. people that would have kilns or forges. They're all going to be on There's the show There's a lot eventually. of episodes. I guess. They're all interesting for TV? I don't necessarily believe that. I yes, think, because no. they're all these people. Well, many of them are murderers. So and now you, yes. now you do it, put a season under your belt. How many guys are out there? You know what? That's it. I'm buying that. Build a forge. Yeah. Their whole houses are dedicated to building and it is just medieval weapons of war. Thin. And I'm not even close to three inches. That guy There's similarities. <laughs> Look at that. So we're watching this, and, and I'm like, so I'm in the PT, and Chris is like, oh, this show's great. And I'm like, this is the dumbest thing ever. Chris is the only one who likes it. Some other guy came in to get his knee worked on. And he goes, oh, forged in fire. I'm like, what's going on in this planet that people are that crazy about this? I'm scared of all of these people. Where do you get the materials for this? The one I like. Where, where do you they... shop for a forge? Oh, you can. I, I can get you. A, you can get my, me a forge. My mother-in-law <laughs> oh, basically what makes kilns, which what? for glass blowing. Your, Ronnie's mom died. No, well, my, in Denver, she's basically her. Oh, so she's is, alive in Denver. I'm no, confused. No, no. I'm lost. Her oh, aunt, oh, who oh, basically oh, gotcha, raised gotcha, gotcha. Ronnie. I see what you're saying. Oh, so it's not your mother. I get you. Yeah, she works Gosh, for uh, her company's called Denver Glass. She makes kilns. A lot of times they're for universities or artists. These guys consider themselves artists because well, they sell. They're wrong. Look how many guys that sell wrong. blades? <laughs> they, they can, <laughs> look, I consider myself a, a you know an astronaut. Then 
<laughs> You're not actually putting any of the work, though. Look, there's how many artists play rock bar every Saturday? There's a lot of people consider that. You, when 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 you have to add the word "I consider" before you say "artist," nobody else thinks you're an artist but you. Do you want a Forge or not? Because I can get you one. That's not a yeah. big one. That was only three hundred thirty dollars. These are just the same size those guys That's are using. Started. They had whole garages. And Did then where do I get all the size? Where do I get all the very affordable? Where do I get all the scrap? Go to Lowe's or something. Go to Lowe's. Does Lowe's sell that? I don't know if Lowe's sells that. There's the lumber and then the weirdo section? Steel, some cold rolled steel. Yeah. If Lowe's had that section, I'd never go to Lowe's again because of the people in the back of the weirdo. (laughs) That's good stuff right here. Go to Lunatics R Us. Yeah, that's got to be it. But I was shocked because people came in there with forged and fires on it. All right. Like, this is the dumbest show I've ever seen. So there's a guy, uh, the physical therapist himself, John, was doing the manipulation on my arm there. And we're both laughing. I'm like, have you heard of this? And he goes, never. And he goes, some of the stuff that comes on See, the TV look at, here. Look at the size of that thing. Well, that's you, his forge. Look at his. It's in his garage. It's ruined you his entire get one, Sure, John. but that's, that's, this, that's this size. So he parks, his this 70, is actually bigger. he parks his 79 Ford LTD in the driveway and doesn't care about oxidation. But he's got to have that. He's got to make sure he's that in the, Vermont. the steel inside is good. Vincent just texted over, said, the Forge guys are like Richard's dad. We have no idea where they are, but they exist. (laughs) (laughs) I like it because Brett read it. Nice. And by the way, uh, our our boys at Mo Money Pawn, they've got got swords for you. (laughs) I know you have swords, but. Well, that's just it. I'll go buy one. I'm not not going to sit there. You're not going to forge your own? hell no. Come on, man. No. Casey emails and says, just watch the show to hear the Asian judge say, your sword will kill. That is the best part. Is that what we're after? I would turn this in. Isn't this the same as uh, sort of like build, build a bomb? <laughs> it's, like, yeah, it's sort of like these – I know it's not illegal, but it's like how do you build explosives and stuff? It's weird. I would turn that in. If my neighbors had a forge going and I'm watching them whack out some of the swords they were making them make, like, that guy's going to go on a spree. There's no reason to own that for decoration. And I know there's sword people out there, but I find you all weird. I've made that clear for 20 years. If you're a sword owner, you probably have a snake. I don't like that Fitz's house has the crossed swords. He's the got them in our He's lobby. He's got a, got a suit of armor. That's weird. We've always, yeah. and I agree. Yeah. But there are a lot of people out there. All of the people that he plays Dungeons and Dragons with, I guarantee you they all have swords. John, this is a first for me. I, I yeah. just looked up the Denver glass machinery, you know. Yeah. Kilns and stuff with your mother-in-law. Look at product number three on the list: furnaces and glory holes. Sure, you got. She makes glory holes. She's LGBTQ. <laughs> I don't know how you do that in a furnace. Glory hole with a furnace in it. That's just that's just dick cremation, isn't it? <laughs> that's beyond frothing. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, you've taken the head off of that. <laughs> you're car- uh, caramelizing. You're making creme brulee. And the reason I said I thought Brett had it is because you're a car guy, and every car guy's got scrap metal laying around the house somewhere. Well, kind of, but I'm you you know, I'm not forging anything. You I'm might not, not have doing body work or anything. Your dad's got scrap at the house. Yeah, I'm sure yeah, he does. All, yeah. all he doesn't have a forge, though. No. Old springs. Auto guys don't no. have forges. No. Okay. Guy says it's probably an old spring or body off a car that you wrecked. You got that sitting somewhere. No, I don't. No? No, Your dad never had a body of a car in the backyard? Probably. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. I didn't, but yeah, he did. Did he? you remember what it was? Uh, which one? There oh my a, god! Yeah, he's out of couple. At a junkyard. Did you ever go back and go? We need to make swords for killing. No, no because you're normal. Me a smack in the mouth, right. being an idiot. <laughs> yeah, That's what dads are supposed to do. I made a couple do. of knives weirdish in metal class. Thing. You did? Yeah. 
It says, uh, Mark says, knife making is centuries old and a very big hobby for a lot of people, especially veterans. It's very big in the Midwest where you have space and all that kind of stuff. I myself am not a metal worker, but it is very much an art. But, but, but that doesn't make everyone who does it an artist. Yeah, look at all the shivs in prison yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> They're artists too, Because I'll say, it's just because it's an art doesn't make everyone doing it an artist. The shivs aren't uh, forged. <laughs> no. You don't know that. They might have little kilns. They're cold pounded. It's weird. <laughs> says, my wife watches that show, Joshua says. She shotguns a beer, frightens the cat, <laughs> uh, growls like Gutentag, and demands they clean up the apartment while it's on. <laughs> Did they, uh... <laughs> you married a giant lesbian. <laughs> And then there was another show that would make the weapons, the ancient weapons, and then show you the effectiveness. So they'd hang yeah, up through a, a computer carcass or they'd yeah. make those That's not gel this show? bodies. I don't think so. Like a skull blow. Oh, that yeah. The ones that would show you how damaging it was to yeah. human bodies. And then yeah. people go, yeah, watching a human skull get obliterated. Anyway, I was just shocked. Six years. And they're like, oh, we got years of this left. And we're going to send you home to, you know, naturally to your, your sword making equipment because who doesn't have that? I, I know no one in my lifetime. None. Zero. Brady, you've been in every house in your neighborhood in some sort of strange neighborly inspection of everyone. You've never seen a guy who makes swords. A couple of pizza ovens, no kilns, no <laughs> <Right>. uh, forges. <laughs> some pizza art, but that's about it. And you could probably make a pretty decent knife in a pizza oven. <laughs> it would be a little wobbly. That's why. Well, that's why I was looking at Weird. if I got one of those uh, glass blowing kilns. Could I, could I dial it down and make it a pizza oven? <laughs> it's then turn around, pizza. throw some yeah, faster pizzas. Either way, I was blown away. Oh, for that dude that came in after we were kind of like ah ha ha. Chris is a moron. He's the only one who knows about this. And I got oh, fortune fires on. Like the guy was. It was like somebody put up a Christmas Everyone tree. Stopped rehab. Put up a Christmas tree and said, "This is just for you." <laughs> It was insane excitement over it. So it's on the History Channel, evidently, if you're. Yep. And it is, uh, if you see these people out on the streets, cross the street because they're not normal human beings. <laughs> By the way, uh, our listener, Nicholas, I think he's, he's one of our one. trash truck drivers. Uh-oh. This is all his lead. He's oh, got God. a, he uh, makes his own. Makes bullets. his own bullets. Yeah, that's reloading. Yeah. So does Brett. But no, no, but he he has a forge. Yeah, I don't. Oh, you I can see. actually. He melts yeah, down the lead. Yeah, he oh, melts. He melts it down. Here's his. Here's his video. Is Hang that on. Okay. Is that legal? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's one of those Dylan. Pro- oh, he's got a country music song. Yeah. yeah. That's him. That's him. Forge his bullets. Well, that ain't helping his reputation. No. Sorry. Sorry, Nicholas. That country music thing threw me off, Nicholas. We can't be friends, Nicholas. Building all the swords for the killing of the people. Loving all the lead, I'm going to shove you in there. I'm going to kill an entire mall today. With my own bullets. With bullets that are made with my hands. USA! <laughs> and just, this is why people are like, why are you so antisocial? That. <laughs> I don't want to get to know it's you. It's good you're looking to see maybe potential hobbies. That what are you talking about? Up. I was getting my arm broken and it happened to be on TV. I wasn't seeking this. I said, look up Man at Arms on YouTube. They're the guys that make weapons for movies. They make them out of foam and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's just weird. I didn't know. So I just introduced it. opened a new door of of uh, crazy announcers that I'm good. like, oh, close I see. It. Okay, yeah. And, close I, and I closed it immediately and said, okay. And, but I keep it cracked because I want to see in there just to be like, do I know this guy? Okay. 
uh, sever ties. <laughs> like Get a blade I've out known of Brady it at least. For, for 30 years, and it's like if all of a sudden, so I'm going to start making knives and stuff. Like, We're done as friends. We're done here. <laughs> what if it's his passion? Good. Go do it alone because that's where you're going to do it. And you're you going to come over to one of my forge parties? I would watch you stab two watermelons in a paint can, and I'd be like, Brady's going to kill someone or himself. <laughs> And I and I can predict your end. I like once I see your forge, I know how you're going to die, accidentally burning something off of your head or falling on your own creation. But you're talking about. I mean, there's an opportunity. One of those things that, like you say, I don't have value when it comes down to it. I don't take up some forging. Now you're like, you mean if the I can smith you weapons. My complete uh, lack of usefulness in the case of <laughs> apocalypse. Yes. You think me forging things is going to be a good idea? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Because then I'd have like this big dumb knife, Creeps and now somebody's going to shoot me on the Holmberg blade. You think that we're going back to medieval weapons? Brett would kill Whatever me in a takes. second. The yeah. second he found out I had the forge, I'm going to get shot. Yep. Give me a few hours. I got to build a sword. <laughs> I'm not getting. I'm not swashbuckling my way through the apocalypse with homemade gear. <laughs> I'm stealing guns and, and big trucks. I'm running folks over and shooting them. I'm not going to Zorro huzzah and throw them. Yeah. On God! That's not happening during the apocalypse. I'm not going to be Braveheart and just hacking heads. Anyway, yeah, it, it, and it was kind of a list. Uh, it was a it was an announcement of people I just don't want to hang out with. Forged in fire. This is man at arms. I don't know what they're making, but something awesome. Man at arms from He Man. Uh, maybe. Until next time. We haven't etched it to reveal the pattern. What we're going to do is get it nice and clean and degreased, and then we'll go into the ferric chloride bath to etch it. That's a mild acid. That's Where do you get all this stuff? This is, this is terrorist. You see the it's similar look, garage. though? All the... Oh, yeah. There's a certain look. Yeah. They all look like the pigs and Angry Birds. <laughs> <laughs> Never been a more appropriate That's description. True. Never. Anywho. It's just a strange, you know, there's certain times when the crooked pots make announcements in TV shows and you got to find crooked lids to watch it. But if you, man, I'm fine with it. You can like it all you want. It's just we can't be friends. <laughs> there's stuff I do. You would be like, so I can be friends. With so it. is this a, is this a a topper or is it a kiss fan going to be more of a we oh, can't be friends? Man. So if I have the last three people on the planet, <laughs> yeah, a foraging <laughs> guy, a forging, the I'm, island, I'm staying with man. forging guy and a Buffett fan. He's going to kill me. Oh, my God. We I'd get with a forging guy to kill the Buffett fan. <laughs> I'd have him teach me the knife work to kill the Buffett fan. Nothing worse than a Buffett fan. <laughs> as Kiss is a close second. Oh, uh, an overzealous Doors fan people is people off. <laughs> well, it's not pissing you off. Hey, moron, <laughs> do you know that in downtown Scottsdale in the city on Indian School, there's a blacksmith shop? Yeah. My dad used to work the place 40 years ago. It was owned yeah. by George Cavalier III. Yeah, 40. What are you yelling at me about blacksmithing <laughs> yeah, for? Who cares? Especially in the 1970s. Who cares? <laughs> it was 40 years moron. ago for a reason. No one needs it anymore. <laughs> hey, there's a midwife in my neighborhood, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm still shoeing horses. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Okay. They're, blacksmithing's still a thing. Go yeah. ahead and do it. It's useless. <laughs> uh, other than like a nostalgia. Apocalyptic training. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Why are you mad at me about your dad's blacksmithing show? Because you know why? You know it's kind of embarrassing. You don't want to be made fun of. John, don't be a tool. Just watch a couple seasons. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> that locked me out of a sweet. I'm done. <laughs> now I'm not watching. <laughs> My dad was a herbst 
brew her back in the uh, 1600s, you <laughs> son of a bitch. You help people get better by stirring herbs in their house. All right, gentlemen, I have a few swords, Japanese katanas. I also trained in kendo to use them. People like Fitz aren't sword people. They're just super nerds. See, and now you're, now you're class warfare in your own cool thing. <laughs> right. My dad ran the telegraph f- from 1960 to 1978, and I have nobody make fun of We didn't need the telegraph. Anymore. <laughs> they took our job. All right, John, so as Torp much as has you- a knife collection. What? Tor- well, knife dad. collection is That's fine. Different. If Are they not brought one home, home like and I'm that? supposed to be uh, – <laughs> You're going to inherit it? Yeah. That's no different than your beer can Yeah, collection. I'll have another collection. Yeah. <laughs> John, having a sword is completely weird, but I got to say, owning a fake butt torso might be a little weird. <laughs> oh, it is. I, look, that's what you can say. We can't be friends because I have that. <laughs> Especially if I went on TV with it. And here's the difference. But what if you started molding that's it? That's what I'm saying. If yeah. I started making uh, buttholes and using asses. And then like forged in foam. And I'm going on TV going, this one has actual suction. How about this? <laughs> be like a My weirdo. kids made a forge out of cinder blocks and forged knives out of rebar. My kids. Okay. I think you've got Your a great idea for a show Your kids are future there. criminals. Are going to jail someday. Yeah. you got a good idea for a show there, gentlemen. Yeah. Homemade adult toys. There's Larry. Larry, are you a fan of uh, Forged in Fire? I tried to get through one episode and I couldn't. It's weird because you just realize these are people I don't like, I, I just have nothing. They're nuts. But six years that show's been on, so there's that yeah. many people with forges in their yard that you can yeah. send home and go build a yeah. build a Braveheart sword. Pretty incredible. That and the the, Is gl- it? the glass blowing thing too. We, we okay, but if your neighbor had a forge in his backyard and he's out there with a thing and kung kung and he's building a thirty foot sword and he just keeps holding it up, not sharp enough. <laughs> Can't get you'd call the police immediately. He's an artist. Yeah, or I'd call Fitz and oh, be yeah, like, dude, Fitz. I found somebody. You to definitely play aren't doing that. that big HOA yeah, come over there and handle it. Yeah, yeah that's I'll a tell you about that, babe. I'll be their big babe. Yep. <laughs> they want to play Name's some Fitz. D&D. How are you, Fitz? <laughs> <laughs> Making a big old sword, Fitz. I'm Fitz. <laughs> big babe. Hey, big babe. <laughs> John, there's a place. Fitz. There's a place on Grant and 19th Avenue where you can take steel forging classes. I think it's called Grizzly Iron or something like that, yeah. but it is right there downtown. Where at? Grant and 19th yeah. Avenue. Well, it's on an yeah, avenue. There you that's go. That's where the crazies are. <laughs> yep. Where's Grant Enough downtown? Said. That is in a horrible section. That's, that's behind where, the Capitol. There's a great forge down there. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. Yeah, because they, are... they haven't gotten into the 1700s on 19th Avenue and Grant yet. God, you guys are so retarded. Are we? A lot of those guys are knife makers and welders. It's not that uncommon, dicks. Yeah. Welding isn't uncommon. <laughs> Building Braveheart's sword is. I stand by that. Yeah. Knife making? Oh. It's a niche market. You're right. Yeah, it's small. My brother has one in his shop in his backyard. He is also Doug King's brother-in-law. Is that right? How about that? You know King's brother-in-law? We know I Doug. do, but I'm pretty sure. Well, I know. Does he have more than one brother? No, that's, that would be my neighbor. I don't know, Brady. This John, is your story. You, John, you nailed it. My cousin has some major mental issues. He smelt stuff outside of his trailer all the time. Not normal, should be watched, and is. Just keep your eyes on it. That's all I'm saying. I just I was confused by that. Oh, awesome. Fortune fire's on. And I can only imagine that person's in physical therapy because they chopped open a tendon screwing around at home or something. Anyway, I was just fascinated by it. Doesn't mean I hate you. It just means you're weird. And that's okay. You're like Portland. I don't want to go there, but I understand it's pretty neat. Uh, it's 8.37. We're going to talk to – uh-oh, now what? Somebody mad about telegraphs again? 
You know when you get to talking about how you feel about stuff, you're an effing moron. <laughs> Stick to impersonations. <laughs> leave your opinions out of it. No. Effing moron. No. What a wonderful uh, uh, vocabulary. What a well cogent that. thought. Settle down. And you know why? Because you know deep down you're a weirdo. Somebody just said, that's weird. And you're like, oh, I don't want people to notice. It's weird. Everybody yeah, yeah, Holmberg, thing. you'd sure like a blacksmith that they forged you a butt plug. Yeah, I would. That would be neat. <laughs> Boy, you take one butt plug. The forgers never forget. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never get a blade. Yeah. To be fair. To be fair. Not all Into the Pit listeners have forged, yeah, but people do. with forges listen to Into the there Pit. There it is. There's your SAT qualifier. <laughs> That's exactly right. I guarantee you, any normal person, you're like, well, I was forging out a sword, Braveheart sword. Their eyebrows are going to go down and go, what? Uh-huh. What? Uh-huh. You're not getting a, yeah, of course you were. That's It's just not normal. Nobody's saying you're an awful human being, although that one guy sounds like you might yeah. be. <laughs> I always thought it was expensive, but looking at these forges for 350 bucks. You're thinking about it? I'm on the bubble. I know how you're going to die then. It's not that far off of a pellet smoker, if you ask me. You're doing the same thing. I can get that one to 620. I know how you're going to die. You're going to try to make a pizza in a thousand degrees. <laughs> Tell me. Brady's going to cremate himself alive. Did you hear about Brady? Preheat to 1870. That seems heavy, but all right. Pizza's going to be done in lickety split. Take that, crispy Bianco. <laughs> Throw some clay. Yeah, no, not happening. <laughs> I think even like if a girl, like you went into her house on a first date and she had a whole corner of her house uh, dedicated to pot throwing, you'd be like, all right. <laughs> what about a painter? Nah, it depends on her place. You walk in and it's, well, it's the same mm, deal, kind of. Enough. Look, it's a studio. She's poor. If I don't know about her, eh, she's probably got nothing. And I don't want to carry her 420 credit through my life. <laughs> <laughs> Sell something. Anyway, what are you going to do? Uh, we got to talk to Kevin Ray in just moments about the stuns and forging and John Cleese. <laughs> he might own one. KUPD. I bet she doesn't. This is bad. Bad, bad, bad. That's a joke, right? You're joking?